Bites and Bites Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. Tights and Bites Podcast. Tights and Bites. No song, we are up against it. Do you even realize what's happening right now? We're recording an episode of a podcast for you on Taylor Swift Eve. We are merely 55 minutes away. Everybody at the World Restaurant in Times Square eagerly anticipating Taylor Swift, who will not be here because she's probably five. We're back in time. <laughs> Welcome to a special bonus episode of Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm your lover, Hal Lublin, and I'm joined <laughs> yes. today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, Danielle Radford and Lindsay Kelk. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. Hello, we- ladies. Can I be Danielle Redford? Oh, Danielle Redford. She mm-hmm. did it. She did the thing. They did the thing. And what's your what's your I I hate to Taylor do it because it's it's one of the worst, but I guess I'm going to have to be the London girl. Uh Lindsay yeah. Kelp. Yeah. It works babe. for now. It works for now. I could be the treacherous Lindsay Kelp, but that that just feels mean. No. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you may remember that one of our special stretch goals for our beloved Max Fun members during <laughs> Max Fun Drive 2022 the year of our flying spaghetti monster, was a dedicated Cookie Sean redub of a famous Shawn Michaels promo. We decided to go in a slightly different direction with this. We're going to celebrate that. Really, there's no better way to do it than the story where Sean was at his peak cartoony pup itself, which, of course, is the matchup against Hulk Hogan at SummerSlam 2005. The legend. For the first time ever, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, one on one. SummerSlam, live Sunday, August 21st, only on pay-per-view. Immortality has a price. Boy, if you think of someone who came back, like Hogan's gone, Mm. right? He's he's sitting out, he WCW is is destroyed. And he sits out his contract, as as anybody would, because he's getting paid to do nothing. And then in comes the NWO in in the winter slash spring, the build up to WrestleMania in 2002. He's back as a bad guy. He has his match against The Rock, which is, you know, once you get once you get guys who are well known, you start putting together. What's the dream match? Right. Dream, one of the yeah. dream matches would be against The Rock. So he goes in, wrestles The Rock, is supposed to be the heel. They cheer for him because they're so happy to have the guy that they that they who basically the the company was built off of the back of, and then he starts this run. He's tag champs with Edge. He's the it quickly becomes like oh this is too much I, for me. I was like I don't need him here anymore. We're we're past that. We were past that in the before he left WWF the first time. It was enough. And Shawn Michaels, at the same time, has his own renaissance. You think he's injured and can't do it anymore. He comes back and is brilliant and has and has a great run because as a storyteller, he's still much younger than Hogan was at that time and still had a lot left in the tank and was able to heal enough to perform at a high level. So you have two guys who have come back and Shawn Michaels is like, oh, I do want to see more of this. Hogan is like, I'm done. Where, where were either of you with this? I missed a lot of this. And I did. I missed some. I missed some good things. I missed. I'm sorry. I love you. I missed mm. this run with him and Hogan, just because. And I've said before, I didn't like what they were doing with the women. Like 
this was when they started doing like a lot of that like hot lesbian action and uh yeah. someone posted something on twitter that was reminded me of a terrible thing where it was like maria canellis and uh uh oh gosh what's his Carlito, name i think it was Carlito. Carlito yeah. thank you Sad. thank you where it, like he's wearing like a t-shirt that's like spit or swallow and the whole time she's like oh my god you can't see what i'm doing but i'm pointing my bosoms to the sky oh mm. i just cracked my own back okay well that's a therapeutic <laughs> move now what does it mean you always spit your apple out i don't know what that means but i guess i always swallow and i was like nope like, imagine me, it's a podcast, doing that thing that, like, the dealers do at Vegas where it's, like, clap, clap, move my hands about to make sure, you know, I'm not carrying cards or chips in them, and then I move away from the fucking table. So getting to relive a lot of this has been really good. <laughs> Apart from that part. Apart from that yeah. bit. Well, because I can skip that shit no, and just uh, get to the stuff that was actually good. You yeah. just have to watch a known racist. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're going to get in into the middle that. Of the story. We're going to get into that. Yeah, I wasn't watching it either at this time. I came back right after this because I came back, I mean, really shortly after this, the WWE did a UK tour and I was asked to go for work purposes. I've told this story before, right? How I came back as, yeah, I worked in children's publishing and WWE were interested in doing some books with us. And they invited the team to go see the show and no one wanted to go. And I was like, I'll go. I used to watch this. I'll take my brother. It's up in Sheffield. It will be fun. Uh, And they lured me back in. Uh, They put just when I thought I I, I didn't. It wasn't just when I thought I was out. I'd been out for years. Uh, But it was very much uh, in large part to the fact that we got to see Shawn Michaels perform. Uh, and my brother got to scream, "You screwed Brett!" right in his face, right in his oh, face. Yeah. Uh, he took it. He took it quite well. It was during filming, and he ran out in, through the I crowd. Mean, and he point. foolishly ran right past us. He couldn't have known he was coming for the Kelt kids, but it, it wasn't good for him. <laughs> it was great for us, not for him. But that's it. I was yeah. right back. So thankfully, I missed this. Yeah, I did. The whole watching anything with a, with a racist makes me feel like less keen. But I, I, I do like, and I'm very excited for us to get into it, the story of Sean basically being like, he's not the dude you think he is when he's shooting on him. And then later it's like, oh no, Sean Michaels was right. Anyway, let's get into that. Here's the behind the scenes as far as we know. This is, this is what we've cobbled together. This is obviously before Hogan's tape leaks, well before, at least uh, over a decade before. But he's still up to the same, like, that doesn't work for me, brother, type shit. Mm -hmm. So the story is the original pitch from Sean is they do a series of three matches. Hogan wins two out of three. Mm -hmm. Hogan says no, and he wants Sean to be a total heel to put him over because that is how he built his career. Build up the monster. Hulk slays the monster. Hulk number one. Hulk very good. Kids love Hulk. (laughs) Hogan feels like the promos that Michaels are doing go too far because it's about how he's old and, and again, like a lot of shooting on him and says they're unprofessional, despite the fact that Hogan gave Sean permission to say whatever he wanted. And he he was old. You know. So... And he was old. <laughs> then Michaels intentionally tries to get under Hogan's skin all day prior to the match as a response to Hogan nixing the two other matches. So we get Sean, we get the diva behavior of Hogan, and then the diva behavior of Sean is upset. Like two guys who are not used to not getting their own way. This is when they should have had total divas, was this era, <laughs> but with the men. And so the Were result the total divas. In, in the match as a protest 
is Sean. Like if you watch the match, it is ridiculous. Sean is is cartoon bumping oh all God. over the ring, like disproportionate. The the match is like a laughing stock. It does not make Hogan look good. It does not make Sean look good. But there is an element. You know, Sean worked hard to sell the match. He has these like seven, eight minute segments of their live shows mm. where he's dressed mm-hmm. as Hogan and he's an old man Hogan. He's making fun of Hogan. He's in Montreal where he is the most hated person in professional wrestling. And obviously Montreal. And the pay-per-view has the second most buys of any SummerSlam ever. It's the only pay-per-view in the WWE era after they got the F out that was purchased by more than 600,000 people. Mm. And I think an element of that is this is a dream match. Even though they were in the company at the same time at one point, Sean was at the Rockers. He was young, had not even broken out to be a single star yet, really. So now you have arguably the biggest star in the history of professional wrestling. You could still make that argument today. doesn't mean he's a good person or he's, yes. he should be endorsed. But yes. you just can't deny that he's one of the biggest stars in the history of pro wrestling. Lots of very shitty people have done very well. I don't know if yes, that's, of course. I don't know if yes, that's exactly. news to anyone here. Across all industries. <laughs> being the most famous doesn't mean being the nicest or good so in any way. So rarely does. So rarely does. Mo- mo- yeah, uh, very the most rarely. famous yeah. professional wrestler of all time, the most famous WWF superstar, WWE superstar of all time against someone who you could argue belongs on the final four, the great four. I hate to use Mount Rushmore because it's so fucking gross, but yeah. you know what I mean when I say that. It's like, these are the four, yeah. he's a top four, top, maybe top three wrestler of all time. You could make an argument even for number one, and you finally get them facing off against one another. Plus, like, Sean was the guy who, when Hogan went to WCW, they trusted Sean with the ball versus, yeah. like, he and, no, that's he and exactly Brett carried it. the company. That is exactly it. That was what I, yeah, that's he, exactly He and Brett it. both. Like, yeah, yeah, Brett as well. He wasn't a ratings monster, but he was a different beast compared to the Hogan era. Yes, he he helped usher in the Attitude Era as well. He is one of the one of the founding fathers of the Attitude Era. Uh, for for good or for bad, and a lot of it was good, a lot of it was bad. It was a barrier breaker. But it definitely was like after all of those dudes left for WCW, he was one of those people where if he was not as over, it would have been uh it would not have been good. And I like Shawn Michaels, but I think I mostly like him because I like his like weird, I super kick you, but for Jesus, wait, you know what I mean? Like I get it, like that's yeah. We're not quite. It's not. We're the not same. quite in that era yet. We're on the era where he's tag teaming with God yeah. against Vince and Shane. Like that's that. <laughs> we're yes. not there yet. We're still at like he's back and. It's so dumb. It's so iconic. But anyway, go on, please. So you have two guys with huge egos, mm-hmm. and they are not getting along. But they have to have this match. It's down to one match, and it is a laughing. It is, uh, it is not a good match, not objectively at all. Shawn Michaels is. In being mad at Hogan for being unprofessional or maybe for calling him unprofessional, he does maybe the most unprofessional thing you can do as a performer, which is screw over your scene partner. Because when you're wrestling with someone, they are your scene partner. And and your job, as it is when you're improvising with someone, is to make them look good. And if you make them look good, you will look good. And that is not what Sean did. And I'm not... 
I'm not saying he should have or should not have done it, but the simple fact is mm-hmm. that is not a professional thing to do. There's a name for like, what is it? Malicious compliance? Yes. Where it's like, oh, I'll do what you want mm-hmm. me to do, but I'm not, I'm going to do it to a point where it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And that was what this was. It was malicious yes. compliance. I think that's the term for it, right? I don't know. It works. It is now. <laughs> Guess what? We just made a thing. So if it wasn't a thing, it's now a thing. And if it is yeah. a thing and anyone's listening to it thinking, guys, you should know this. Maybe we do. Maybe we do know and we're just yeah. playing. But <sighs> Malicious Compliance is the name of our mm-hmm. next album. And <laughs> it's, drop- it's dropping at midnight wherever you are. And I'm excited to share it with you. Look, all. we still have 42 minutes, Lindsay. <laughs> we don't have to film minutes. the 42 minutes. <laughs> We didn't promise a full hour. Y'all don't know. You know, I also have to eat my dinner, you all. So I, I want to bring in our special guest. I'm Taylor really Swift dinner. is coming soon. But first, for 30 minutes, Lindsay, do you think you could explain to me? Yes, I probably could. Whatever it is you so, want me to I, say. Yes. If, <laughs> I, I can't imagine someone getting away with that now. No, because well, now as well, there would be all of the online stuff and everyone would mm-hmm. take sides and you'd get one random person tweeting saying, I wish my coworkers would get along. Mm-hmm. So you, you just wouldn't get away with it now. Plus, I don't know, there aren't as many superstars in that mold or of that ilk that there was then you know and i know we do still have big names but like you mentioned how it's like whether we like it or not these people were icons and now i feel like you have to be retroactively assigned icon status whereas then it was like no the they are icons they are pillars they are holding this business up you knew it at the time it is very rare now that you see it happen in real time it's far more often acknowledged after the fact they got away mm. with things that other people wouldn't. Plus, this worked into Sean's character. So, however he was backstage, and however we knew, he, however we know now, he was feeling mm. some kind of way. His character was also, to quote my granddad, a shit house. <laughs> so, for him to come on TV and be a shit house, it made sense, you know. And despite the fact now we know he was right, it really played into his <gasps> oh, arrogant, right. angry, pissed off. I was holding this place up and now this guy came back. This guy's old, busted. Why am I, you know, I want to see myself kick this man's teeth down his throat. Fuck this guy. It played into that. So it all worked. It was like a perfect storm of shithousery on all sides. And for that, I enjoyed going back to revisit it. Mm. The promos were just spectacular i will say he does a pitch perfect mm-hmm. hogan in that one promo it was magnificent very good. the larry king and then he, oh. he super kicks the fake larry king Ooh. and then he super kicks larry king and i'm always down for a super kick i love to see a well done super <laughs> kick where a person basically kick. turns into a vertical line he i love it garlic out of him i miss that we kind of like nerfed the super kick and no one does it anymore it makes me sad <laughs> also i will say like i don't know i think that someone the only person in this era that i really think could get away with shenanigans like that who is underrated but respected by the fans kevin owens is the only one i think who could get away with with i i I also feel like there's a seth Mm rollins-ness to it you know and as we were saying about him holding the company together when no one else could because no one else was around and whether it's injury or illness or Mm. whatever seth Seth props it up, but he also has that that arrogant again shithousery. Uh, he's a shithouse. He's mm-hmm. like a very arrogant person, but he backs it up. 
Uh, but you know, we also know behind the scenes, he's he's a sweet baby mm-hmm. who owns a coffee shop and and has a, a baby. So it's, it's slightly different. But I, I do feel a kinship between their two characters, especially in the promos that I watched. I could see Agreed. you're right. I could watch Kevin Owens do absolutely anything and see him talking shit about anyone. But I could also totally see Seth Rollins pulling off that same thing. I could see him dressing mm-hmm. up. I could see him doing it. I'd like to see him do it if he's listening. True story. I'd be down for that, Colby, well, if you're listening. We're going to take a quick break. And then, unfortunately, I have to go make a BM. So you guys are going to have to continue without me. But that's okay because Cookie Sean what? is going to be joining us. Well, oh, joining so you. Excited. I won't be I'm here. So excited. I got to go make a BM. It's very important, my doctors. I mean, oh. it, it sucks oh. that you're going to miss it, Howard. By which but I, I think, mean, uh, I mean, this might be one of my highlights of the year. By which I mean a baked meringue. I'm going to huh. bake a meringue, okay? Gross. Get your hands out of here. I'm going to eat some rain. Freaks. Little. Anyway, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Jackie Cation. Hello, I'm Lori Kilmerton. We do a podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show, and you could listen to it anytime you want it because there's hundreds of episodes. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing comedy forever, and we should both quit. So why don't you listen up <laughs> before we leave this not only terrible business, but this awful world. And find out why we can't. <laughs> because we love it so. <laughs> Jackie and Lori Show. Every week here on MaximumFun.org. Hi, it's Jesse Thorne, the founder of Maximum Fun. I am breaking into this programming to say thank you to MaxFund's members. Your purchases in this year's post-MaxFund Drive patch sale raised over $50,000 for Trans Lifeline. Maybe you already know about the good work that Trans Lifeline does. If you don't, they're a trans-run organization that offers direct emotional and financial support to trans people in crisis. If you want to learn more about the work Trans Lifeline does or support them further, go to translifeline.org. Thanks for supporting Maximum Fun. Thanks for supporting Trans Lifeline. And thanks for being awesome people who want to do good in the world. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Lindsay Kelk and I'm joined today by Danielle Radford. And not just Danielle Radford. We have such an exciting special guest. I don't oh. even know if I am qualified as a being on this planet to introduce this guest. This is someone we've been trying to get on for so long. This is someone we have been waiting to talk to. This is someone we promised to you. This is someone you've been begging to hear from. Begging. Literally, we've been getting letters uh, about this. And I am beside myself. It is my greatest honor, my greatest joy to introduce to you Cookie Sean Myers. Oh, oh, Sean, me think me cute. Me know me sexy. Me got the moves. That drive the girl wild. We <laughs> the move that really move them. Oh. Me send chills up, up and down their spine. Cause me a sexy cookie, sexy, sexy cookie. cookie. Me not your boy cookie. Not a boy cookie. Welcome, welcome me. 
Oh, mm. welcome, Cookie Sean. We are so excited to have you. Uh, I, I will apologize on behalf of our co-host, Hal. Uh, he had wanted to be here to meet you, but he ha- he actually had to go and bake some cookies. Mmm, cookie. Um, nom, 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 yeah, nom. He, we love cookies and Jesus. He, he <laughs> was very clear that if anyone would understand that uh, and would... would also understand and be forgiving mm. uh it would be you so thank you for joining us we really just want to talk to you uh about some really exciting moments in your career i think the first thing we want to talk to you about we've been chatting about your um work with hulk hogan for SummerSlam 2005 mm. Mm. me no like hulk hogan remember me overselling match to make a point which we all really respected and valued from you yeah. so thank you Thank you so much. Go to scenery and go. I don't want to put you on the spot, but like, was there a chance you knew that there was like a hard ER that had happened before that? Or I don't want to put you on the spot, but what happened in locker room? Stay in locker room, or else Undertaker send you to court. Remember? I do respect that you respect the laws. Uh, Did you enjoy playing dominoes with the boys? Mm, Me hang out with Bone Street crew. That time, me hat have flat brim, but now cowboy hat curve all the way in like macaroni. Uh, That's cute. I I understand the more you love Jesus, the more Mm. it curves. I understand that. That's how you can tell mm-hmm. how old Cookie is. How curved is him hat? <laughs> nice. You learn something new every day. One thing I did want to ask you about, Cookie John, your experience cutting a promo in Montreal. We all know you had history with Montreal. I don't know how well-known Montreal is for its cookies. I know there's a lot of religious iconography there, so I'm sure you are okay with that. I don't know about their cookies. How mm. was it for you performing that promo, that incredible promo in Montreal? Me love heat, me love pop from crowd. It's same for Cookie Sean. So me show up and me say, Who your daddy, Montreal? <laughs> Who's your daddy, Montreal? Remember? Remember that line? Also me say, Me, 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 me. Oh, oh Canada. How I hate this place. This place. Oh, Canada. I'm gonna kick Hulk Hogan in the face. It was a song before, but now me just say it. Remember that line? What a nugget. <laughs> I remember. I liked it. I enjoyed it. You, Daniel? Well, that was the, uh, is that the O Canada, is that the Queen one? Or is that the one that we adapted in America where we turned it into? Um, they don't mention the Queen in O Canada. I think it's just about how great Canada is, which mm, obviously. Home and native land. Yeah. Cookie Sean does not conquer uh, with that oh, statement. And I don't, you know, okay. I've, I've only been to Montreal once. Them have w- weird bagels there. <laughs> they do. They look like ring toss. <laughs> <laughs> just magnificent. Also. Remember this nugget? I handed Canada's own... Wait, let me do that right. Me handed Canada's own Brett the Hitman Hart his most miserable defeat. I handed Canada's own Brett the Hitman Hart his most 
miserable defeat. Boo, boo, let the crowd. Boo, boo, boo. Because them mad, because them love Bret Hart. Or even though he from Calgary. They were very against you. And yet, yeah, not not as territorial as they usually are. They usually lean into the French-Canadian uh, wrestlers there. But they really, mm. they were real, they were big mad. Big mad with you, mm. Cookie Sean. Uh, because I, of Survivor Series, remember? I do. I do remember. Me screw Brett. You did. Along and- with Vince. <laughs> You you quite uh, proudly mentioned that in your promo. You uh, used those mm-hmm. exact words, huh? We should Them say, them say, we want breath, we want breath. Me say, you're not gonna get breath because me screwed breath. But you did tease them, them not like that. by playing Brett's music, which was a big tease, mm. Cookie Sean. That's right. Me play it. Surprise. Ha ha ha, suckers. What's your, what's your, what's your, what's your smile situation like? Me what? <laughs> What's your smile situation? Yeah, how are, how are you on the, uh, the, ch- the, the chart of smiles? How is your smile from lost to found? Right now me have me smile. Me working on film where me play other mechanic, not the mechanic from the one film. But me think in me head they are twins. And then when me done with work, me lose me smile. And then me wonder if me go in the next day. But then... Me find it under me pillow in the morning like the tooth fairy. And then me go back to work with a hat so curly, one side of the brim on other side. Me look like Sister Batril. It's such a beautiful image. I really love the how much character work you're doing there, uh, Cookie Sean. Mm. It's great to know that you're like digging really in because these are, these are meaty roles that you're working on. So I think it's important. Mm. Me, me think me, when we show up and me read script, me have to think. Me look in the mirror and me say, what would it be like if me were muscular guy who were religious, but also me knew how to fight? What would that be like? And then me sleep on that. That take one full day. Me wonder, me ponder, me think, and then me go to work and me show up and me see set and me go just like SummerSlam, remember? You gotta plumb those depths. Uh, what are the cookies like on craft service uh, where you're working right now? I think that's what everyone wants to know. Mm, they from Price Chopper, cheap cookie. <laughs> but any cookie, good cookie for cookie shop. Me eyes Google around when me eat. Do you have a you favorite go, cookie? Nom, 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 nom. I'm curious to know. We, I mean, we're, we're co- cookie fans here at Tights and Fights too. I would just love to know what kind of cookies I you're loving right now. <laughs> Do you like to bake a cookie or are you will you more buy a cookie? Do you like a bakery cookie? Do you like a grocery store cookie? Where are you at on your cookie journey? Me have reached a point in me career where me no have to make me cookie. Now. Awesome. And Shut up! Shut up! Because me always a heel, me love oatmeal raisin. Oh. You got Wow. What I love about you, Cookie Sean, is you live the gimmick. I think that's that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Me, me, <laughs> the best gimmick is closest to a person and me very similar. Me love Cookie. Cookie Sean love Cookie. Me have to work on that character for a long time yeah. before yeah. me take it to the ring. Yeah, you got it hey, now. Hey, here a chestnut from when me go on fake Larry King live show. Remember this one? Me be 102 years old. This me doing a version of Hulk Hogan. Me get into character. Hold on. Give me... <laughs> Me, me need today. Hold on. Yeah, we don't have time for you to sleep on it, but we okay. um, right. we me, would me love it now. if you me could just now. give us your, your fresh take. 
Okay, all right. Me be 102 years old by the time me step into the ring at SummerSlam, brother. Every day that the Hulkster wake up and he not dead, he living on borrowed time. I'll be 102 years old, brother, by the time I step into the ring at SummerSlam. Every day the Hulkster wakes up that he's not dead, brother. He's living on bonus time. In that line, me, me, I'm inferring Hulk Hogan too old to wrestle. Oh, wow. Okay. That come across. That's really smart. No, that's really smart because you said it without saying it. That's really smart of you, Cookie Short, and I like what you did. Um, also, you did mention in one of your promos uh, the short-lived reality show, Hogan Knows Best. I was wondering if you managed to catch uh, any of that at all. Mm, you watched the whole thing. Wow. Me, here's a secret. Cookie Sean loves reality television. <laughs> Especially anything on VH1 in the mid-2000s. Here a great line me had about that. Hulk Hogan, you've got your reality show Hogan Knows Best. At SummerSlam, what are you going to do when reality kicks you in the face? Hulk Hogan, you've got your reality show Hogan Knows Best. At SummerSlam, what are you going to do when reality kicks you right in the face? Yeah! Me, I'm reality. Me, I'm going to super kick him in face. And you did. And reality, him have reality show. <laughs> that I'm called callback. So smart. <laughs> so smart. Mm, uh, mm, and I feel like I'm you also... C for callback. That's good enough for you. C is for callback. That's good enough. Good job, producer. Nom, 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 nom. He produced a good line. He's good. He's good. Uh, you also made reference to um, possibly... Hulk Hogan's on-screen character not being the same as his off-screen character? And I know, like you said, what, stay, what happened in the locker room stays in the locker room, but would you be able to expand on that a little bit, maybe? Tell us about that moment. Mm, this me, again, me in character of Hulk Hogan. And action. On camera, me a great guy. But off camera, it a different story, brother, brother, brother. <laughs> Brother. Let me ask you a question, Hulky. Are you a bad guy or a good guy? Well, on camera, brother, I'm a great guy. But when that camera goes off, brother, oh, it's a different story, brother. Oh, brother, 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 brother. I mean, it chills. I have chills. Give me chills. Me yeah, chills. My spine. Me chills. You chill. Me yeah. chills. Up and, up and down our spines. Yeah, I just, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I can't thank you enough for this time that you've spent with us, Cookie Sean. I just take it away from what clearly is a very intensive and involved process for you when you're performing. I, I just really want to thank you and let you know how much we appreciate it. I am going to quickly throw to our producer, Julian, because I know he is, is a huge fan of yours, Cookie Sean. I know you guys chatted before the show and he was chatting to you about getting you on here. Uh, Julian, do you have anything you'd like to add or ask uh, Cookie Sean? Oh, God. You'll, you might never get this chance again. It's a very busy man. It's a very busy monster. Cookie Sean, I wanted to tell you that I did actually get a, a very special patch with your likeness on it. I do not know if you legally agreed to it, but 
There it is. I thought you would appreciate it. Where's me money? <laughs> oh, me okay. smile fading fast. All right. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. just thank oh. you so much, Cookie, Sean. Uh, I understand we agreed payment. Uh, it was a cookie-related payment. So that will be mm. with you uh, very, very, very shortly. Uh, Julian's going to take care of that. Uh, but yeah, that does it for this bonus episode of Tights and Fights. Thank you, Cookie Sean. You are a legend. Um, we, 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 we would love to have you on again sometime if, if our schedules line up and if we can get you enough cookies. We would love that. But thank you so much. We will be back. Fantastic. <laughs> That's amazing. And we look forward to all of your just like a stellar movie. acting work. Yeah. Cookie. Cookie Sean will return in Thor 4. <laughs> Oh, that already out? Never mind. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll chat to someone at Disney and see what we can do for you there. But, uh, mm. yep, thank you so much, Cookie Sean. Danielle, any closing thoughts? Absolutely fucking not. Excellent, excellent. So, uh, thank you. Follow me on socials. Thank you, Danielle. I have nothing to add except uh, I'm gonna, I might go eat a cookie. I might go eat a cookie. I'm feeling a cookie coming on. I found my smile uh, and it's cookie related. So, thank you so much. Our producer this week and every week is Punna Slam, Julian Burrell. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice between our... Oh my God, this is hard, Al. Mike Eagle is the Mm -hmm. voice between our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Thank you to all of the Max Fun members that keep this show going. And just one more thanks to Cookie Sean. I think one more thanks to Cookie Sean, because... There just aren't enough thanks in the world, much like there aren't enough cookies. And I guess thanks to Hal Loveland. green tea and honey. (laughs) Wherever Hal Loveland may be, may he be drinking something delicious and soothing to his throat. Wait, oh my God, is that Hal? Is that Hal right there? Hal, are you back? Hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, I just finished making my meringues and somebody ate them all. Oh man, we were just wrapping up. You missed Cookie Sean. What the fuck? I missed him? Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. So and sorry. I already so did the thing about uh, thanking our producer, so it's, yeah. it's too late to go Do back. Do you want to bring him back in here for a half an hour? <laughs> I think he's gone. I think oh, he's bummer. gone, and it's not just because right. there's only 20 minutes until the Taylor Swift album drops. I think he's actually left the building. I think he's left. <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah. Sean has done. left. The, the building. building. Thank you to all of the MaxFun members that keep this show going. We couldn't do it without you. And there would literally, this episode wouldn't exist without you. This whole thing would not Mm-mm. exist without you. We True. found our smile and it's all because of you. <laughs> keep up with us all week long on all of our social media channels. You can find those in the show notes. And that's where you can also find the official... I love that we say official like there's an unofficial. Uh, Tights and Fights t-shirt. Check it out. Treat yourself. Wrap yourself in our logo. We would love that. And we'll be back next week for, you guessed it, more wrestling. Tights and Fights podcast. Tights and Fights. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.